folks the purpose of the podcast uh, is to think outside the box and help muslims particularly pakistanis to get out of the clutches of corrupts and mullahs i call them gang of jobless crooks whose only purpose is to exploit poors and help corrupts keep status quo they act as arab dogs and infiltrate into minds of people in power and powerless alike the mullah's main purpose is to make tons of money without working a day in his life they are they use the drama of quran and sunnah to disallow all human rights to their followers and only have rich and themselves to have all the fun and luxuries in this podcast we will explain the drama of haram forbidden and halal allowed in islam and how it has created a society of do nothing culture violate human rights women rights and everything of any fun or entertainment the activities which create jobs and make human lives better is forbidden by these crooks this is the first of haram and halal series and we will briefly explain why this is done by all religious crooks we'll talk about food first every religion defines itself with some relations to food what to eat and not what to eat we see that in hinduism where their gods they some of them eat meat some of them are vegetarians and then what is allowed and what is not allowed is the topic of all religion particularly the monotheist religion judaism the first of monotheist religion disallowed over 40 animals and seafood the purpose of abraham or moses who who wrote or talk about that was to uh, create an identified community and have a control over them so in judaism uh, the animals disallowed to eat are rabbits pigs dogs squirrel cats bear horses and camels then in the sea seafood seafood they have a long list starting with catfish stargreen swordfish lobster crabs and all water mammals even their milk and egg is not allowed to eat or drink now we know the uh, uh, lot of uh, eggs sold in pakistan uh, come from turtles so those are really not allowed by by islam as well the christians they took the uh, forward step and allowed all foods the old testament asked for uh, not to eat camels rabbits the pig but now in the new testament they allowed all animals 
because God created them and they are all clean. The Christian eat everything as said in the New Testament and as the Peter and Paul, one of the writers of the New Testament, clearly said, Jesus ordered them that all animals are clean and so they can eat everything. In Judaism, they divided the animals as the one who chew the curd and have split hoof. So, any animal which chew the curd but has split hoof is not allowed to eat. The pigs, they have split hoof but they are known to not cut the food because their, uh, their stomach is very similar to humans and they cannot bring back what they eat to cut it and uh, make it either soft or whatever the animals with cut do. So, in old days, we know in, uh, in the history that uh, pigs were very revered animals and one of the reasons why they were not allowed to eat was that they were considered heavenly and used as sacrificial lamb or sacrificial pig. So they were not allowed to eat uh, at the time of uh, uh, Abraham or after that. So Jews banned it and called it haram. Christians loved it and one of the reasons they they loved it because it was a very friendly animal. I mean, it's, it, it is a still very friendly animal. And they enjoy its delicious food. They did it because they had a hate relation with Jews. Jews and Christians originally were the same sect. So they identified themselves to be different from uh, Jews. Uh, Chinese, uh, we know, follow the same uh, rules as uh, Christians and uh, they consider every animal clean. There is a saying that in China they eat anything which moves. Now if we look into uh, the Quran where the pigs were uh, called haram, uh, we have uh, two main ayahs which uh, consider the uh, things who are generally haram. One is Surah Baqarah, Ayah 2173, which says he has forbidden you only carry on, means the animal who is dead, the blood, and the swine fish, swine, uh, swine flesh, which means pig, and whatever was killed in the name of any other God other than Allah. But he who is driven by necessity, neither crossing nor transgressing, it is no sin for him. God is forgiving and merciful. Means that if you have a dire need, you can eat all of that. Then we see in uh, Another ayah, 
It's ayah 6, 145, Al-Anam says, I do not find in what which has been revealed to me anything forbidden for an eater to eat of except it is to be has died of itself or blood poured forth or flesh of swine for that surely is unclean. But if you see a couple of other ayahs uh, we see that God has very specific or Allah has specifically said that not to make anything else haram which except what I have made haram and if you look into ayah uh, 587 it says oh you who believe do not forbid yourself the good things which Allah has made lawful for you and do not exceed the limits surely Allah does not lie love those who exceed the limits. Then the ayah after that which is 590 also says, O oh, you who believe intoxicants and games of chance and sacrifice stones set up and dividing by arrow are only an uncleanness. The second ayah also uh, in Quran Allah is saying, tell me what Allah has sent down for you of sustenance. Then you make it a part of it unlawful and a part lawful. Say, has Allah commanded you or do you forge a lie against Allah? These two ayahs clearly telling Muslims that do not make anything else haram which I have not called for. Uh, there are many uh, other food items which mullahs have haram, have created, made haram, ignoring these two ayahs. And uh, they have made haram things like uh, liquor, wine, which definitely is not haram according to Allah. And as uh, one of the Saudi writers uh, recently has said, that there is no ayah in Quran which bends or calls liquor as haram or there is no punishment in Quran for drinking the liquor, the wine. If you listen to these mullahs, they will say uh, that when the ayah about uh, liquor came and uh, the and Muhammad told his followers not to drink. Uh, next day they saw uh, all liquors on the road and there was so much liquor that their feet was dipping in it. Now as I said the mullahs they actually made all these stories after hundreds of years but if we look into this scientifically we will see that if you are living in a small town and Medina at that time was a place where maybe three or four thousand people were hardly living and if you bring the drums and drums you will need millions of gallons of drums on the road thrown on the road even then you will not have the wine uh, level where you can feed can dip in it. So you can 
you can imagine uh, what these mullahs are doing to to uh, muslims uh, we had in the past in pakistan before uh, bhutto banned this uh, liquor that we have seen uh, the poor people they work all day in the end they will go take a, a small bottle they call it adda go home drink and sleep and you have some fun but as i said in in pakistan the mullahs make sure that the poors have no fun at all they want to make their life miserable unlivable and depressed so they can flock around them and they can make more money out of them if we go to uh, go back to the uh, why quran has, uh, has said that pig is haram uh, we know that uh, uh, pig was haram as per the old traditions of pig being a sacrificial lamb and uh, but uh, the main reason also was that it is hard to raise a pig they need a lot of water and there was definitely not that much water available at the time of abraham or moses uh, scientifically if you talk to any scientist or any food uh, administration like fda or anybody any other company uh, you will see that the pig meat and all other meats they are same there is not any difference in any of these meats they provide proteins they provide vitamins they provide the uh, calories and they make human brain uh, grow faster uh, because we have so much malnutrition in pakistan that as per uh, our studies or scientific studies in pakistan or even as uh, prime minister imran khan has said the the child uh, brain growth in pakistan is declining and our brain our child's brain is almost two third of what a western or civilized country so in a country which has so much lack of meat uh, we don't see any reason why uh, pigs should be haram when uh, allah can allow camel for muslims which was haram by jews uh, why not pig in pakistan because the pakistan atmosphere can be very helpful for pig growth we could be another denmark we could provide uh, good nutrition to our kids and we can make a lot of money although um, if you follow quran uh, you know that there is no more thing haram except four items which uh, well detailed in two ayahs which we narrated earlier but the mullahs have expanded that uh, haram theory so much that the muslims are totally incapable to make any selection on their own and i see uh, muslim immigrants uh, in civilized world uh, while eating and shopping in the west that they are always confused uh, the muslim families particularly women have been so much under pressure by these islamic ideas that 
they make sure that no haram things is eaten by his household by her household and this mullahs have told them don't eat their food don't wear their clothes wash your butts and do not use tissue papers and now in the us i see they have even created an islamic toilet what a shit there is no limit they go to control their lives to not assimilate with majority and thereby have equal opportunities and prosper indians in contradiction assimilate very well and can be seen shining in every field and they respect everybody they don't hate anybody and they're all good hindus in their home and in their community in the west they are the top cadre while muslims no matter which country they are they are the lowest level of income opportunities learning and improving their lives and their loved ones the religion literally uh, ties their hands in the back and their brains totally clogged and it is definitely nothing but an stupidity when the god can change his instances from judaism to christianity and then from christianity to islam then even if we are the followers of islam why can't we free ourselves from these so called allah's addicts which uh, even allah is confused what to do he says camel is haram then in arabia it says camel is allowed uh, rabbit is allowed and things like that so this is a very important that pakistanis make their own decisions and try to be free so that their kids and their next generation can be better human beings and prosper uh talking about the economic values uh, the pakistan's atmosphere is very uh, favorable to uh, pig uh, growth <clears throat> in uh, islamabad area uh, according to one estimate there are over 800000 uh, pig likes animals they call boar uh, and they worth millions and millions of dollars now we do see uh, pakistan are fed uh, donkey meat particularly in punjab uh, so why not the pig meat i mean they can make millions and they can help poors to have better nutrition the economically it could be worth billions of dollars uh, with the right environment uh, they can export more than what denmark has and in the same way if we allow liquor which is not haram and is very commonly sold in many muslim countries like malaysia turkey and uh, even dubai bahrain uae and all that areas uh, that we can have billions of dollars of revenue in us alone the liquor industry has economic value of more than 300 billion dollar which is almost the uh, gdp pakistan gdp 
and government makes $70 billion just in taxes. Just one commodity makes American government so rich. While the whole Pakistan, the total tax collection in Pakistan is around $40 billion. And they are trying their best to increase it, but the corrupts will not allow it. It uh, literally pains and uh, hurts the civilized Pakistanis <coughs> who see that Arab Islam has put the whole nation in buried into sand dunes. Hardly their face is out of it, otherwise they are totally uh, half-dead people who are unable to do anything or make their own choices. Whether it is the interest or whether it is the civilized laws, they are in deep shit. In Pakistan, particularly after Zia's forced barbaric Islamic laws, even everyone's balls and neck is an Arab hand or the, in the hands of Arab agents. Arabs call them Abadhaqs. So these mullahs have literally uh, made a nation into a joke. Particularly the blasphemy law has been used to harass and kill people with impunity. And all this in the name of a prophet who was used by his own friends and then dished. They did not care when he was dying. They did not attend his funeral. They did not do anything and let him be there for three days in desert heat. Only after three days his cousin Ali came and buried him. There were hardly three or four people with him. And these mullahs have put this simple guy above the God's pedestal. So much so that a minor student was sent to jail for writing in his test copy F. Muhammad. The little kid may not even knew who Muhammad is or he may have been cussing one of his friend whose name was Muhammad something. In another incident, one doctor was charged with blasphemy when a medical rep visited his office and gave him his visiting card. After the discussions and when he was leaving, he saw the doctor trashed his card and put it in dustbin and because his name was Muhammad something, he went to police and claimed blasphemy. Such, has, such laws have really exposed the stupidity of Pakistani society and police. Instead of sending the, this idiot to jail, they arrested the doctor. That is why, as I said previously, even the Turkish minister said in one of the sessions of OIC, Organization of Islamic Countries, that he tried to convince Western countries to implement a law for blasphemy 
which all of them refused and claimed that it's human right to criticize all holy books and prophets and they cannot do it so what is said that muslim countries should make their own laws but not like pakistan there can be no bigger shame called on a country on international forum but in pakistan these stupid laws cannot be changed because it allows mullahs to strangulate the nation and the mullahs are gsq's right hand in democratic societies these laws will not stand for a day let alone 30 years of stupidity throughout muslim throughout muslim history there never had been a blasphemy law or anyone punished on it the reason arab know very well that muhammad was not revealed even when he was alive that is why he was left alone to die his daughter killed by first and second caliph and they were banned all their life even his family's political aspirations were disallowed what a pity no arab i know has ever talked about uh, muhammad or cared about muhammad because they know their history in the not in the next podcast we'll discuss about alcohol and how mischievously it has been made haram by these crooks who even drink when they get the chance